Welcome and thank you for listening to the 9-7 Podcast. Where we talk about our journey from 9-7 to now. We are your hosts, Neil and Mary Robinson. Though we aren't relationship experts, we've learned a lot along the way since 97. Hey, 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 we're back. Hey, everyone. <laughs> so, a few episodes ago, we mentioned a car that um, that you bought back in the day. Uh, it was the first car that you bought with your own money, and it was the... <laughs> red Neon. The Red Dodge Neon. We have such fond memories of that car. That car got us many, 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 many places. When did we? When did you get that? Uh, it was a '97, but I know it wasn't brand new. No, I think I got it '98, maybe '99. Yeah, maybe around that time. It was. It was. It was not. It was not a brand new car when I got it. But I mean, it was. It was essentially my first car, and up to that point, you know, I had been driving. My dad had let me drive his jeep laredo you know it was, it, that was, yeah, it was older, older too but we um, had some stories in that jeep too <laughs> yeah yeah rope on the choke rope on the choke boy driving with gallons of water in the back yeah but uh he he let me drive that and that was really really the, the way it kind of came about was i asked my dad for a car and my dad being who he is and uh striving to make me self-sufficient is how I feel about it in hindsight <laughs> is um he said well you know you can use my my jeep to go to work but you know you should buy your own car right and so that's what started me on the hunt so you know I'm high school kid and I got like a high school kid job yeah I like think a little little fast food make job. a little money job yeah nothing nothing magical you know one of those jobs where as a kid or a teenager, you don't feel bad about calling out, right? You just like, I go to work when I want or whatever. Right. And uh, got a ton of stories about that too. But I mean, enough. You made enough to, you know, pay for your gas, pay for your insurance. Or did you have to pay for your insurance? Yeah. I can't remember. No, no, not on the, not on the Jeep. Yeah. My dad. Oh, paid that's for, right. That's right. Yeah, he paid the insurance, but you know, enough to pay for gas, enough to pay for a date every now yeah, and then. Yeah, to take you out on a date, you know, a smooth movie or something like that. <laughs> that that was really about it. But um so you told me, you know, you're you're a man, buy your own car and and kind of figure it out and it's one of those things that, you know, when I was younger it sounded, you know, pretty pretty tough at the moment. But looking back, you know, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Who get it? You know, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. It was uh, something that that turned out to be really really good, right? Because I went and got the car, and I had to find my own co-signer, right? And I had to, I don't know, the the whole car hunting experience at sixteen is really is really a tough experience, right? Because you have a situation where you just looking for a vehicle that you want, and you know. A 16-year-old, you have a lot of dreams and aspirations and you think you can show up and just get anything on the lot, kind of, right? You kind of think, hey, I'm going to show up and I'm going to come away with this super fire Mustang or this Camaro or 
you know, something. Any, any flashy. Exotic car. Exotic car. And then you get to the car dealership, at least for me. You know, I get to the car dealership and it was just like a big rude awakening with the whole, you don't have credit, but you need credit and you don't get credit till somebody gives you credit, that whole conundrum and, you know, oh, you probably need a co-signer. All the things that, at least for us, we weren't necessarily taught about, you know, prior to that point. It wasn't something that we really... Nah, we have bigger issues. Yeah. <laughs> in Maslow's hierarchy yeah. of needs, that was not... That wasn't at the top of the, the list. At the top of our list growing up. No, nah, not at all. But, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, you take in stride and, and then uh, basically what happened was I went to my uncle, you know, and <laughs> kind of begged and pleaded that he yeah. would uh, uh, co-sign for me. He was, and you had a job. And, yeah, I had know, a job. You had money coming in. Yeah. And, and and overall, I was a good kid overall, right. you know. And, uh, you know, I asked my uncle and I basically begged and pleaded with him to do it. And he said yes, but under the only stipulation, which was the toughest stipulation, which was if he had to get a notice about me missing a payment, he was essentially going to repossess the car from me into his own possession. Right. And, uh, you know, again, looking back, you know, having an uncle that's willing to do that, I wonder if he would have ever actually came and got the car. But, you know, I took him serious enough to think that he would, you know. So that that was a that was a, another blessing in disguise, right? Yeah. Where it may seem, you know, like he was being hard on me. But at the same time, it, it helped instill in me a lot of responsibility for things, personal responsibility yeah. for, for different things and and commitment, you know. So I, I look back on that very fondly. But he said, you got to find something you can afford. And I found the red neon. It and was, it was affordable. It was affordable. It was uh, in Hopewell. It was a dealership in Hopewell yeah, that I, I ended up going I to. I, don't, I remember going with you, but I don't yeah. remember exactly where it was yeah and i went there and i did all everything myself and then until he came for the day to sign the papers and then he came with me we signed the papers i got the keys and he he had a copy he had the second key so he was basically like if i get a notice (laughs) i'm coming to get my car yeah oh man and uh yeah so then that was it I, i had the neon and and Honestly, you couldn't tell me nothing at that point. Man, we rode that car everywhere. Everywhere. And it was great at first. No. <laughs> Always great. It was great. It was great. It was. Always I, great. I have really, really fond memories. And even everything that we'll talk about in this episode are all fond memories. It just gets more funny as we'll continue the conversation. I mean, it could be it may be funny to some, but that was that car was that was my first car. That car was my I know my it meant baby. a lot to you. It was yeah, your baby. That, we That was my and, baby. And it it got us to many a movie and, and, and many a friends house. Lots of friends rode in that car with lots us. Lots of friends rode in that car. Grocery stores and yep. shopping trips yep. and, and I kept tires on it. We ain't never ride on no donuts and nope. nothing like that. Like you took me to college in that car. Took me to college in that car. Picked up family and friends in that car. You drove through a hurricane to get me from college in that drove car. Drove through a hurricane <laughs> in that car. Uh, took me and my best friend went to school, you know, often in that car. Yep. We went to work together in that car. Yep. Like, 
That car is just. I mean, and then when you were in the military, I had the car at yep. at college and yeah. was driving it around college. Yeah. In the car yeah. because you were out in in military land and yeah I was like hey and you said no you have the car I can't drive it right now anyway you're making all the payments for me yeah so. yeah you got the power of attorney you might as well enjoy the benefits right drive the car so uh, it was it was great and then you know like like any kid of the nineties you know uh, especially coming from you know where we come from and and our upbringing. We're car people. Yeah, we are. So, you know, I had uncles uh, that, that, you know, drove race cars on the quarter mile track. I got yeah. cousins that raced motorcycles. And I had other uncles that, you know, would flip cars, buy yeah, a car we for had cheap. Pl- and plenty of uncles that uh, would build motors from the ground up. And, yeah. you know, 64 uh, Mustangs sitting in the yard that they've been working on yeah, for years. And know, they still working on it. Yeah. A Chevelle SS, yeah. a Torino, like, you know, Gremlins, you know, uh, you know, I had my, my Uncle Lonnie with the with the flipping the vans, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I bought a van and I'm gonna hook it up and put a lift kit on it. And yeah. it's like, and then he go sell it like this. That's just how we grew up yeah. around dirt bikes and four wheelers and things like that. So even now, you know, we can identify a lot of cars just. Yeah, and then it it's just funny when our when our oldest will look at us like, "How do y'all know that?" I'm like, "We just we just like cars. We just like so cars. It's a thing. You, it's you just know. a thing. You know the symbols. You know the shapes. You just know what it is. Yeah, you understand things like what a ten second car is, or right. what, a, what a high nine, a high tens car is, right. and what that means, and all that kind of stuff. We've spent days at the track or mm-hmm. watch family members just burn out on the street. On the street, <laughs> you know. So it's one of those things where it's like, you know, because of that, and then the culture at the time with hip hop and all that kind of stuff, it was like getting the car and hooking it up and all that kind of stuff was just. It's just it's what just you a, did. It was just what you did, right? And it wasn't like an expensive, like I don't need to do anything to it kind of car. No, you know? no, no. So it was like it wasn't a Gallant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back in the day. You know what I'm saying? That that Mitsubishi Gallant was was hitting. You yeah, know? that was the car that we were like, ooh. ooh. If I could get that, yeah. now you look back like, oh boy, <laughs> that's the car I wanted. Yeah, that was the dream car back then. But you know? yeah, that and and it all started with the fact that the neon did not have a CD player. Right, that's where all of the awesomeness started. Awesomeness started. Yeah, yeah. Keep it positive. So it had it had a, a radio. Yeah, and the radio worked just fine. Yeah. But it just did not it have did a, not have a CD player. And at the time, I had a very robust CD collection. Yes, we both did. And and so that was a, <clears throat> that was a no go. However, the deck that I wanted was well out of my price range, and any comparable uh, CD player deck that I could get in the car, because I had to make the payments, and and at this point, I have to pay insurance. Yes. Um, any any kind of alteration was well out of my price range, until <laughs> until I went up to uh, Melothian Turnpike. Yeah, we, we went up there to the show place. Yeah, and got me a radio for like twenty five dollars. I think it was forty. And but then CDs we had to get a kit to get it to put, put in. in. Yeah, and then it was forty. It. Forty total. Yeah, with the kit with and the everything, kit. the wiring harness and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But it was one of those things where, again, 
I couldn't necessarily pay for them to put it in either. So even getting the radio, I think the radio sat in the back seat for like a week yeah, and a half. Yeah, it was a while. You know, and then, and then, then I wired it up. <laughs> I was with you. We hooked it up, man. Yeah, we wired it up. And, and the thing that was great, the thing that was funny about it was, you know, so we get the, the CD deck in the car and now we can listen to all these CDs. However, however, this CD deck was not, <laughs> it wasn't your typical compact disc player in the way that it had, it had an eject button, but the eject button, instead of being like what you're used to, right? Where you push the button and, and, hit eject. and then it goes, and you hit a humming and it slides out very like gently, a soft, gentle, and then you can just pull it and out, pull it out. This one had a button that you pushed and it worked like, now I'm showing my age here. But it worked like a cassette deck. And you basically pushed the button and, and it, it mechanically forced the disc out. And oftentimes the disc would make it clear to the back seat. Right. It would, you know, you hit eject and that jam be like pew. <laughs> <laughs> and and it was funny because, you know, after we realized that we started warning people because yeah. you know, people would ride with us on a we regular had lots basis. Of, like we said, lots of friends. Yeah, yeah. So like I, I remember the first when the first time I had to warn D about it. I said, Look, and I hit eject, just keep your eyes open because yeah. I don't want this to... It might hit you. <laughs> it might be a soft eject this yeah. time. We, we don't know. We don't know. really know. And it might it might start you. But I think I think the first the first warning sign was after we got it all hooked up and we were, you know, driving because I think I was taking you back home and we were trying to listen to it and it wouldn't turn on. Yeah. I think that was the first warning sign when, when we realized that, oh, I had to turn on the headlights yeah. <laughs> to, yeah, turn on the headlights to and listen to the radio. Radio that that should have been our early warning sign that maybe we didn't hook up something, something exactly right. exactly right. right. There was definitely an issue there. Yeah, and then and then from there, you know, we had that, and then you know, things get more interesting. Well, well, the way people would ask questions, right? Because this is before. Daytime Day running, running laps, laps was yeah. was like a real real. At that point, they feature. were like in the luxury vehicle, but not in the. They weren't standard. Yeah, they weren't standard by any means. But I used to tell people that's what I had. I used to tell people. When, yeah, man, I got these day ask, burning lights. Yeah, I got these daytime running lamps, and they'd be like, "Oh, okay." You know, the other the other big benefit is you know if somebody started messing with the radio, I could just turn off the headlights and. Turn oh, off the radio. Man, it's oh, just not working, right? Yeah, there's something wrong with it, man. We can't listen to that today. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So that was funny. Except for the one time I tried to do that and it was dark. Yeah. That didn't that didn't work. That could have so went well. south real quick, but it, but it didn't. Um but that car was a dream to drive. It was small, it was compact. Yeah, it, was it was a good was, driving car. It never really know? lost that I mean, I can't that's a lie. It did really lose that, but <laughs> um, at first, like the first maybe two or three years, how long did we have that car? I don't um, even remember. We had that car for a long time, long time, because we we were married and still had that car. Yeah, we didn't trade that car until we got um, Betty. Yeah, it had to be like two thousand two. Yeah, two thousand two, or maybe even two thousand three. No, it was 2003 because we got married in 2002. Yeah. So 2003, and I want to say it was in November. Yeah. So you had it for about four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four solid years. Yeah, four or five years. Mm-hmm. 
And in that four years, I think I bought two tires. Well, and I bought, remember for your birthday one year when you were overseas? Oh, yeah, yeah. I bought you new tires and wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I um, remember that. So they were on there when we... But that was after the transmission, right? No, it was before. I wouldn't have put brand new tires and wheels on no car that needed transmission. <laughs> transmission. That is really lopsided <laughs> thinking. But then we um, have to get the was that the did we have to get the transmission in that car? Fixed? I don't really remember. I know it needed to have the transmission I know we, fixed. Oh yeah, because it wouldn't go in reverse. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's another story. So the first thing that went out was the ability to listen to music without having the headlights on. Mm-hmm. But then one day we realized and this is when you were I can't remember if you were in the military at this point or if I can't exactly remember when, mm-hmm. but we realized that when you turn the left signal light on. Oh, yeah, I was in the military when this. Or the right signal light. Yeah, Either way, it, one of the direction signal light, the windshield wipers will come on. Yeah, yeah, it was left. When you turn the left one on. When the, you turn the left signal light, the windshield wipers go doom, doom. Yep. They yep. wouldn't stay on all the no, time. No, no, they'll just flicker <laughs> one time. <laughs> and then. Like, it was trying to predict the rain or something. Yeah, like, it was preemptive. Yeah. And see, that's a feature. We we The Neon was ahead of his time, because that's a, that's a total feature. Oh, yeah. Right? Preemptive windshield wiping. Thump, thump, you know? In the middle of a sunny day. In the middle of a sunny day. Sometimes on your way to the beach, even. Yeah, you know? just you, sunshine skies. You go to take that left turn. Just and checking. Thump, thump. Just checking. It might be. It might be. I felt something. There's a lot of moisture maybe, in there. Maybe somebody spit out look, the window ahead of us, look, but the windshield got wet. Doom, doom. All I'm saying is southeastern Virginia is a very humid place. <laughs> you know, that's all I'm saying. So it's a coastal, it's a coastal plains area for a reason. So. True. So I'm just, I'm going to stick with that. I'm taking that to the grave. But then we had, we had that. And then, uh, you know, the, the fuel gauge went out. True. But that, so, and you know, that isn't uncommon. Mm-hmm. Like, we've seen mm-hmm. that quite often where you just be driving and you praying that you got enough gas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know, the the difference with this one was when you turn, was it? When you turn, you turn right, right, you were was, empty. You were empty. You, you turn, turn left, left, it's you were full. full. <laughs> so, it's terrible. So, it just depends on, you know, which direction you're heading, you know, will let you know how much gas you have. I think I think the one that, that really got me, though, was when... The speedometer went yeah, out. Yeah, when the speedometer would go out. And and it wouldn't it wouldn't start again until you eclipse fi- no, 55. 55. And then when you hit 55, it, it would bounce. It would just bounce. <laughs> it would just bounce. It's from, like, all right, it's from, bouncing. I know I'm going 55. At least, at least 55. <laughs> so crazy. So that was, that was the one that, that really got me. Uh, that, one, that one was really, really interesting. And then when, but but I I do wonder though if a lot of this stuff wasn't caused <clears throat> that day that you did come and get me in the hurricane. Yeah, I did have to wade through some water. Because wade well, because the water. when we left, I was like legit scared. Okay, yeah. to backtrack a little bit, my freshman year of college, um, you know, Hampton Roads, Virginia, hurricane season, almost every end of August something comes through like and this held true for even when I was teaching um in Norfolk for the years that I taught there almost every year around the first week of school or during teacher service week which was the week before school started 
um, there would be some type of tropical system. And so this particular year, of course, was before I was teaching freshman year of college, there was a hurricane that came through. Classes got all canceled. Everybody that I knew that lived in New Kent, where we're from, just decided to leave. Didn't even <laughs> ask me. I had like a cousin on campus. She was already gone. I had really close friends from high school who were at the university right down the street. They went home. Like nobody thought to ask if little old Mary needed a ride home. So, of course, you know, my guy, he's like, no, I'm coming to get you. So he comes and I'm like thinking to myself, Lord have mercy. He's coming down here in that neon. And at that point in time, it wasn't like anything really wrong. But he came down, you know, and it was flooding. If you know anything about Norfolk, Virginia, it floods quickly and, and bad. And so I get in the car, we're driving back, and I'm legit like, we're going to get stuck because the roads at that point are flooded over. And when you can look out your window and see that, oh my man, the, the wheels have to be at least halfway covered with water, or you're coming across the Hampton Roads Bridge Tunnel and the water that's supposed to be really far down is like slashing, sloshing <laughs> up on the bridge. I mean, this one, this one, 2012, some, Mary. But it was sloshing up on the bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was. And you, when you come across it as much as we had, you knew where the water usually sat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you see the swell, and it's sloshing up on the bridge, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't think we're going to make it home. But we did, mm-hmm. but I do wonder if all of that water getting into the car just added fuel to the fire of us not knowing the exact way to input oh yeah the, absolutely uh, uh, the I, radio you know what i never really thought about that but you're right i'm sure that 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 increased the wear and tear on that vehicle because we waded through some it some was fa- really some deep. fairly deep water uh, and we had in, seen in a, plenty in of car. cars around like around our path yeah that were flooded out yeah and i mounted the sidewalk once or twice yeah to, to get through some things so so yeah i i could totally i could see that as a as a situation um but i but i also think you know the neon is is that gift that kept on giving right because even even in that scenario we had you know multiple miles driven and multiple hours spent just just riding and and listening to music and relaxing and and vibing i um if i recall correctly we put you know a couple of hundred thousand miles on that car if it wasn't at 200 it was close yeah so but yeah i i definitely agree that that added to the wear and tear but i did try to keep the maintenance up on it things like that but i think between that and the the radio snafu i think ultimately caused some massive electrical problems yeah. um because then because then we had you know that summer when the heat would not turn off yeah they're, they're back to the electrical issues so you know after the windshield wiper issue we then had the heat issue where it just wouldn't turn off like no matter off. what you in the middle of the summer <laughs> you heat trying blazing. to have the windows down at least and all we getting is heat in the face. Yeah, and and I mean at least you could turn the fan down, 
But even with the fan down, it was still heat hot coming out of the vents. Yes. Just made you exponentially hotter. So you had that. You had that issue, and then I think I think we knew it was the end when there was a transmission a, a transmission issue that was also that compound that was compounded, I believe, when the front end was misaligned. Well, when the steering wheel was shake. Well, a lot of that caused a lot of that happened though because remember. You were on your way back to the military base, and a deer hit you. Remember? Oh, oh that the assassination deer. Yeah, that's what you talked. <laughs> that, that deer was deer. like running away nah. from his wife or something. Nah, that that was an assassination deer. So, so let me tell you this story about this Eastern Carolina deer. I don't know what the deal was with this deer, but I'm driving, and again, being in your twenties and your girlfriend at college. You're not going to leave in the middle of the day when, you know, we can be out and about and things like that. So oftentimes I was leaving very late. Yeah, you would leave. I mean, most times you would leave like right at dusk. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes, sometimes, but sometimes you would get ambitious. Get and it, yeah, you'd be like, I'm just going to sleep for a few hours and leave early in the morning. Yeah. And early in the morning could be 1 a.m. Enough time to like get there in order to get into formation on time. Yeah, just enough time to make it in time for PT, right? Yeah. And PT is about... 4.30 a.m. If I left at midnight. Yeah. And I really. One o'clock would be the absolute latest. latest. I probably could make it, you know, something like that. Um, with a, with us with us you know, wide awake radio blasting, hauling down the road. Couple um, of snacks. Yeah, a couple of snacks going down, um, what's that, 70? 13. 13. And, uh, but yeah, I forgot what I was, uh. What the, the issue the was? Oh, the, oh, yeah, the assassination deer. And, assassination, yeah. And so, I'm I'm leaving. I'm leaving. It's kind of late. I'm driving, and at know, this point, the heat is kicked up. Too, yeah, the heat's on, which is never good when you're driving at night. But I'm driving. I'm Windshield driving. Windshield wipers won't stop. No, nah, nope. But know. we did start put, pulling out the fuse for that. Remember that time? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that time it was. It was just as clear as clear can be, and all of a sudden it the was sky like broke open. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> And yeah. we had to stop. I had to open the, the door because the fuse was on the inside of the on door. The so I had to open the door and get drenched. Get drenched with rain to turn the windshield wipers on. That were completely ineffective <laughs> in such a large downpour. So it would have done us a lot better to have rain next. When we used to yeah. keep rain next. Like, yeah. all right, we're gonna put this rain next on this windshield. Well, remember, it rained so hard. We we could have done just just as good to sit, just sit and wait, and just wait it out. But anyway, I'm going down. I'm going down the road on the way back to base, and you know, going the route that we discovered. There's several small towns that yes. you end up passing through, and between two of these small northeastern North Carolina towns, it was just an open field. And I had right. passed that field a thousand times, and yes, there was a sign ahead of it that said, you know, deer Xing or whatever. I think it was like every every hour or forty five minutes or so, you would meet a small town. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. Something. It was at a normal, so it was a normal, like a normal interval pace where you was like, okay, I have this amount of time left based on the town you were right. passing through. Exactly, and I'll never forget. I was coming, I was going down the road, and I saw you know two or three deer. Now coming from Virginia, you're used to seeing deer on side of the yeah. road and having them crisscross and things like that. And you know sometimes you know depending on their proximity to the to the white lines on the edge of the road, you know you know whether oh if I just Keep yeah, keep speed. Push it, I should fine. be able to just get through there 
and oh, they're a little too close. I probably want to slow down because yeah. I don't want to startle them or or get them caught in the headlights, which you know, they don't move once they get caught in the head mm-hmm. headlights. So, so the deers are in the proximity where I'm like, okay, let me slow it down a little bit, and I slow it down and. And obviously, I know I'm below 55 because at this point the speedometer's not bouncing. Not bouncing. So I'm slow. I'm coming slow. I'm slowing down. I'm slowing down. The deer finally sees me and runs into the driver's side door. No, no, runs out across in front of me into the into the field on my left hand side to make you think, oh, okay, he's he's gone. gone. Okay, I'm straight. I'm straight. I was like, Bambi's gone. I'm not worried. Right. And as soon as I take my foot off the brake because I was slowing down and go to hit the gas, I hear a rustling and I look up and it's that deer <laughs> coming at me. <laughs> right? And this deer runs and hits my driver's side door. Boom! boom. <laughs> the deer looks me in the eye, turns and run off. He was mad because he was like, I'm supposed to be in the dirt right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't understand what the deal was. I was like, did I interrupt your meal? I don't know what happened. And the thing is, he hit me at the crease of the door. So it was a dent at the crease of the door, which at the time, I was like, this deal ran off. I'm not worried, you know, because he looked at me as if I had insulted him or, or hurt somebody in his family. Right. I didn't understand the deal because he just, he hit the door and he just looked at me. And it was a and it was a pause. It was like, what's it, up? Yeah, it was uncomfortable. Like, like, take that. Yeah, like this deer staring me down, right? And so then, you know, I pull off. I'm gone. I get Meanwhile, back. Meanwhile, you get because you told me when you when you got back because I, you know, we had that agreement. Whenever you get there, you give me a call. Yeah. And you were like, man, this deer hit me. I had to ride the rest of the way with my my mirror bouncing off the side <laughs> yeah. of my car. Yeah. And so. And so, and, and that's funny because that's, you know, that's the second time that that driver's side mirror had got damaged. Yeah. Right? And, and so I get back to base and I open the door and I hear, boom. And so for like a month, because of where the dent was, it just would pop. Every time I opened the door, I had hear, boom. And yeah. every time I heard it, it reminded me of that stupid assassination deer. Yeah. Because that deer was out to get me. I don't know if he had a vendetta against red neons. <laughs> I don't know if he didn't like black people. I don't really know what the deal was with this deer. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know if it, you know maybe it was a Republican deer, and I'm historically a Democrat. I don't I don't know what the what the the issue was with this deer that because he was in the clear. He had crossed the field. He was gone off to live a happy life. Whatever made him come back and take out vengeance. Maybe I wasn't moving fast enough. Right. He was, I, don't, I don't know why you slowed down. I was waiting for you to go. Yeah, I don't know what the deal was, but it was it was a very rude and unnerving yes. situation i mean but that's but that that <laughs> i think that uh kind of not epitomizes but that is the tail of the tape when it comes to the red neon and taking that trip to carolina well yes i do know um there was one more thing that had happened i think this was like okay it's it's coming to be that time so right around that same time remember we had to find the fuse for the Door, ding, 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 Oh, ding. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot all about that. So we would be we, driving we were and it was like, ding, 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 <laughs> yeah. ding. Like the door was wide open and it was not. Oh, and I we think that married. was because of the deer hitting yeah. the edge of the door, the yep. crease of the door. Yeah. But that time, by that time, Mary, we were married. We were and, married. And we were making a trip. I remember that because we were making that drive 
from But I Carolina. had my car too at that time. Yeah, you had Breezy. Yeah. But, but at that time, we were making a drive from Carolina back home to Virginia yeah. to visit. And that's a five-hour drive. And that's a five-hour drive. And so we, we set out on this drive that we've made a couple of times. And in making the drive... I can't even remember when it started, but we didn't get very far no, before. No, and it just started going ding, 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 ding. We hadn't stopped for gas or anything. We were just driving along, that? and it just started It just started dinging. It was the craziest thing in the world because it started dinging as if the door was wide open, but it was not. So it was, it was the most interesting thing that ever happened to ride for five hours plus. In a neon with this with this dinging going on in the car, it was the it. I don't know, Mary. How how did you feel about the the ding for five hours on that on that? It drive? was nerve wracking because if I if I if my memory serves me correctly, it was nighttime, and so when we would drive back down there, it was, you know, I might catch a few winks and then we'd switch. I would drive and finish out the trip. Because usually I could stay awake better than you mm-hmm. driving. I couldn't sleep with no ding, ding, ding the whole time. <laughs> like, it was annoying because there was no way to not hear it. Right, right. You could Like, hear, no matter how much you turn the radio up, and yeah. then you turn the radio up so loud, and now it's like, that's too loud, and you got the windows all the way down, and it was just too much. Yeah. It was, it was funny to me, thinking, now that you bring it up, because... It was just the the most subtle thing. It it was like, it was like living real life telltale heart. Right. Because <laughs> it cause, was telling of okay. Because remember, even because at first we thought it was gonna stop when we stopped for gas and we turned it off and we turned it back on and we were like, oh good, it stopped. And it was like no sooner than we hit the highway. Ding ding ding. ding, ding it was ding. yeah, it was a, a bit much. That was that was a hilarious moment. But I think the the other thing that was funny about having the neon and that and that trip to Carolina was the times where we scared ourselves. Yeah. You know, driving late, driving drowsy, all that kind of stuff and all the things that we're thankful for the angels that were encamped about us because look, look. there were some times when I legit was like, I got two hours left and I don't remember the last two hours like look, all I'm saying is, you know, what Kendrick say, grandmas be praying. That's the truth. The mamas and the grandmas that 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 prayed for us. I know on it was trip. one time I was driving. This is when you were um, on a whatever you want to call it. You weren't overseas, but you were doing something else somewhere else. Yeah. And I was driving back by myself, and I know I cried and prayed the whole <laughs> Lord, please help me, because I would th- no. This is when you were overseas, mm-hmm. and I was driving back. After yeah, back and forth because you were still in school. I was still in school, but we had a requirement to be on base a certain number of days, or we could lose housing. Yeah, and so I remember I I cried until it was snot and everything else, and I'm praying, Lord, please help me. I'm playing as loud gospel music as I can because I'm like I have gotten to make it. (laughs) And that was the day that I was like, I know I just drove two hours, but I don't even remember. All the time we tried no those, and I thought I was gonna die. Oh yeah, yeah, you and me both, heart beating in your ears. <laughs> I was like I would never do that again. What in the world is going on? Why here? do people do this to themselves? I'll never do that again. Mm-hmm. That was the craziest thing ever. But the things I'm thankful for though is, 
I don't have a story of the neon breaking down. No, it never did break down. It never left us stranded. It mm-hmm. never it never had us on side the road. Nope. You know we, we never had a flat tire in that car. No, no. I mean there was lawnmower tires on the car anyway, so They were not lawnmower <laughs> tires. I mean they seemed so durable because they were so they were little. Small. You know what I'm saying? They were like some tans. They weren't, but <laughs> They they were they were they got us to where we needed to go. But the thing that kinda put the nail in the coffin, as they say, was when the transmission started going. Yeah. Like when you had to have your roommate in in the barracks help you push the car oh, yeah, out yeah. of the parking spot. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> we had got pretty crafty with that one. When the neon stopped going in reverse, so the transmission had some kind of issue where it was like a slippage, <laughs> slippage in the gear. Do you remember? We just put it in reverse and you were like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because it was, it was like a broken, it was like something broken on the gears. Yeah, some, one of the gears wouldn't, it no, wouldn't catch. It wouldn't catch. And yeah. so at first we could like rev it up real hard mm-hmm. and it would catch. <laughs> <laughs> and it and was almost give you Almost give you whiplash. But eventually it just wouldn't go in reverse yeah. at all. And so, and so, you know, you, you get a little crafty in, in a situation like that, right? So, you know, we could go to, you know, the, the exchange and things like that. I'll take my roommate or I'll go myself maybe to get, you know, some uniform stuff or something like that. Or out off base to a Seven Eleven or something. And it became real easy to start picking out the slight slopes on the hill. Yeah. You know, things like that. Or you would purposefully park. Pull all the way through. Yeah, or pull all the way through so, so you don't have you to do. So you knew you didn't have to go, go in reverse. reverse. Or you figure out, you know, find find a little slope. And, you know, it was only hard when I went to the store by myself. Right. It was a couple of times I went to the store by myself. And I had to essentially lean on the car and not look obvious. Let it start rolling. <laughs> run, around, run around. Hop in. in it. <laughs> to control it. <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> I'm looking back, I'm sure people was like, this guy is a Looney Tune to have this car. But I remember the moment when I was like, enough is enough. And that was the time that I had to be in the driver's seat while you were leaning on the car <laughs> at Walmart. And I was like, this is not my life. This is not how I live. Yeah, you. at that moment, you did demand more. I was like, no, sir, this is not what we're going to be doing every time we need to leave a parking spot that we forgot to pull through on. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, we had to. But but that's what I'm saying. The neon, the neon was is a is to me a a big metaphor for how you know it wasn't necessarily the prettiest thing, right? You know, and it wasn't necessarily the most put together and and best suited for the task a lot of times. And it was a couple of times where we, uh, you know, suffered in silence. You know, in that car, you know, driving in the summertime is 90 degrees with the heat on. You know what I'm saying? But I think what the thing that's interesting about it is, you know, it wasn't necessarily for nostalgia and it wasn't necessarily, you know, because because it was the right thing to do. But the neon itself was so dependable. Yeah. Like we knew we could jump in the neon. And even though we had some of this. There uh, were a couple of quirks and yeah. things, but. It was still a dependable it was, vehicle. It was a hyper-dependable vehicle. That... Even until we... Like, even... And it knew. I, I believe in everything in me. The Neon knew it was time. Because when we drove it down to that car dealership... Yeah, when we drove, we drove it down to Jacksonville. 
and we got into the car dealership, man. and the red neon was like, "Thank you, thank you." I am. Um, my work is done. done. Lord, take me now. <laughs> and when the guy that came, it was a, it was a, a black guy. Yeah, black guy. He was this, our salesperson. When mm-hmm. he came out. And he looked at that car. He said, y'all drove this down here. Yep. And we said, yes. And, and I said, right then, we will not be driving it home. Yep. So let's see what we can get. Mm-hmm. And he said, he, he couldn't even put it in drive. It wouldn't go anywhere. No, no. It wouldn't move. It would not move. No. And then, um, I bet if you would have got in there, it would have moved for you. Too. It would have moved for me. <laughs> Neon did everything for me. I didn't but have any complaints. He did end up giving, we didn't expect to get any type of money any money like at all and he did end up giving us something i think he yeah. just rewarded our diligence yeah and yeah. trying to do something better yeah. for ourselves and, and we did do better yeah and and again this was before cash for clunkers or any yeah, of those deals. he gave us it wasn't a lot but no. he gave us some money for it because we expected to get nothing we expected nothing like we expected to say oh we're trading this in and the trade-in value is that we don't have to take it back right home is the value and of the And he gave trading. us some money for it, and we got a brand new car that day. Yep, yep. And, 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 and to your point, we drove it to Jacksonville, and even on that drive, it was, it was, um, you know, uneventful. Yeah. It was a normal, this I mean, is how normal, we drive. normal for the red neon. Yeah, normal for the red neon. Heat going. The heat was still going. We had the fuse the in the. Wipers. No, we had the fuse in oh, the, the center. Was, in, yeah. in the cup Because remember when we got there, we put the fuse back. Yeah, because we didn't want <laughs> the, you know. So we had the fuse in the in the cup holder. The we, signal light issue was still. Yeah, we had a box of fuses in the glove box. We did. Because sometimes we would blow a fuse or two, pulling it in and out right. while the engine's on, which is crazy. Which is really Dangerous crazy. when you think about it now, you know. Um, we had already taken out all the CDs because you had said we won't go bring it back. So we had already taken yeah, all the CDs Yeah, we had cleared out. it out because we you were know. purposing for that day to be the day we got a new vehicle. Yeah, and, and you know, the Neon made that trip completely uneventful. By that time, it had a hard time getting into first. Yes, it did. So, you know, man, we used to... And you're and in we're first. Going. And then you're yeah. like, Lord, please don't let it be a stoplight. <laughs> Just let the light stay green, please. So we not have the light yeah. rubbing up for Man. days. Or you know how many rolling stops I probably did with stop oh, signs. It's turning green. Uh, it's let me turn just slow green. down. Please yeah. turn green. Nobody's coming. Let's go. Right. Or please, when you see that light and you're like, oh man, it's red. You slow down way, way, way back, back, hoping that it'd be green, green by the time you yep. get there. Yep. And and you don't let it downshift too many times because you don't want to get back down the first. And uh, I think, you know, to make that trip to get there for the Neon to finally be like, Whew. the engine wouldn't turn over. Yeah, it was like. Yeah, we drove into the lot. We drove in. We parked like normal. We got out. We went in, talked to the guy. We started looking at stuff. Yeah. We found the car we, we went, wanted to get. We went on a test drive in that car. Yep. And the Neon was sitting there just fine. And it was like, we handed him the keys and it just didn't do anything. Yep. It was just like. Nope. We're done. Yep. I was like, man. And, you know, because that was when he was going to take it in the back for his mechanics to look at it to figure out whether or not it has any value. That's why he asked us, did you drive that here? We're like, yes, we just got out. This is how we got here. And we got here uneventful. And then it was so cool, too, because we knew we we couldn't go home in that car. Mm -hmm. But he didn't make us rush into a vehicle either. Right. Because he let us take the car that we did end up ultimately buying. But he let us take that car. 
for the weekend or for something. For the weekend. Yeah. And then we were able to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like, yes, we want to get it, you know. Yeah, with the capture. Signing paperwork and which, all that jazz. Which, again, just shows, you know, evolution and growth, right? Because all of that time and all of those memories trapped in the red neon, you know, all the way up to, you know, getting Betty, which was our first big purchase together. Right. That's the first... That was the first vehicle that you and I purchased yes. as a married couple, both our names on the dotted yeah. line. You know, that was our first, you know, multi-thousand dollar purchase, you know, yeah, and, a, and yeah. uh, interesting start to the journey. Because, you know, up to that point, that was literally the first time I I experienced a brand new car at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't even think of, you know, a brand like a brand new no miles car yeah that my parents had even. yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like I mean, my dad had a brand new ford f-150 yeah but not mine when i was like 10 yeah but not mine you know what i'm saying so yeah. for me to get in the car and With see zero on the odometer, <laughs> on the odometer. Like, yo this is real yeah. i think it might have had like nine miles on it but yeah. still like zero 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 nine, nine? yeah it's like what <laughs> And then, and then, you know, you know, when we bought it, you know, him telling us stuff like, oh, you know, try not to do any long trips right away. You're going to get about 600 miles before it's broken in real good. Yeah. Things like that. And I was like, who knew? Who knew? Yeah. It was all of that, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's, that to me becomes the legacy of the Red Neon, you know, the fond memories, the, the whimsical nature of that car, but the ultimate you know, ultimately, it it was like hyper dependable. Like I had no, I I was never worried that something would happen in that car that would leave me stranded. Right. And in all the time and all the places we went, and we have like the best. I mean, you can even hear in what we're saying today. Like, yes, it had issues, but we had the best fun during those years yeah. with the red neon. Yeah, that's that's where we, uh, you know created so many traditions that we even have now with you know getting new music and the first thing we do is go for a long ride yeah go for a you ride know, and listen to the new on, music on the scenic route we yeah. take the scenic route somewhere and just listen to the album and then discuss the music and things like that like we still do that now we do that with the kids we'll you know find some new music or something like that or a movie soundtrack and we'll get in the car and say oh we just going for a ride kids and we'll just go for a ride and, and listen, listen to music and listen to music yeah. you know and and it's a it's a great thing so it's all those kind of things or or all the you know drives where we would just drive and just converse about yeah. the universe or to the point where a lot of times even now we'll be like we need to talk about something let's just go for a ride yeah let's go for a ride you because know? it's easy to just have a conversation when you're in the car especially now with kids in the car they're at least strapped in. <laughs> so yeah. they're not necessarily like trying to climb all over you while you're trying to talk about stuff. Yeah, they strapped down. And so then... they're strapped in and a lot of times they'll be in their own conversations or they'll be playing, you know, we'll pay a, play a podcast or, you know, Disney music or Marvel movie soundtracks and they'll be back there wailing their little hearts out. And yeah. And we're we have having a, a conversation. conversation. And everybody's content and happy and we and we drive and we use it as a method to explore our local area and 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 again being car lovers you know it's always fun to get on those back roads sometimes right. that the the twisty curvy roads that you see on the commercials that don't exist anywhere but right. in, 
in like California mountains mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Or sometimes you find some really picturesque spots, you know, where you have like um, we found plenty of those yeah. when we were riding the neon for sure. Yeah, exactly. Like like the tunnel in New Kent with the trees. Yeah, we call like, it a tunnel because the trees kinda canopy over the road. Yeah, yeah. And you just driving through there in the spring <clears throat> and driving through there in the in the fall. It's like it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. You know, just the, the array of colors and things like that and and just enjoying enjoying the road and enjoying the trip. Yeah. In in each other's time. Right, because right? you know, you kind of occupied a little bit, but not enough where it's distracting from the conversation. Right. So I think I think the neon, the the red neon for me encapsulates a lot of that, and then it's the lead up to, like I was saying, our first, you know, big purchase together that really set the tone for, you know, that's our first real foray into how do we as a couple yeah jointly handle these huge purchases yeah and manage money and right and i mean that like wasn't that. A, now we had already discussed and had been very much you know how to been very much aware of how each of us felt about money and we'll talk about that another time but um this was our first together um big purchase yeah yeah where i think it was uh it was a good it was it was going to end up being a uh not necessarily a testing ground but it is that because it was our first one and <clears throat> we had to deal with you know car payment and insurance together on this car and and how that how that factors out and who takes care of what and who's on first and yeah things like that there's a lot of a lot of minor things that are minor until they're not minor right. you know which we navigated through very well. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was great. Yeah, I love I love the Neon. Yeah, and, and anybody who was fortunate enough, and we know that some people who are listening, yeah, if will you, have had experiences in the Red Neon and as have well. memories of their own. And if you are one of those people and you are fortunate enough to ride in the red neon at some point i expect a text or something saying thank you for a, the great memories a text, you can put it on a facebook post whatever yeah, it is that tweet. you decide you want to do we'd love to hear your point of view <laughs> and to say thank you yeah because the red neon is a is a magical vehicle i equi- i equate it to the magic school bus it could do no wrong <laughs> Is a special I mean, thing. legitimately, to this day, whenever we see one, we just look at each other and have like the best little chit chat time, um, just reminiscing on our days and our red neon. Yeah, yeah, this it was a growth experience. Yeah. So. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, that's a good walk down memory lane. Yeah. Every once in a while, I miss the red neon, even though even though when I hit my, am I am I at, uh, midlife crisis yet? Um, I don't think that it's a requirement that you have one. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's good to know. <laughs> that's good to know. Well, because I was gonna say in my midlife crisis, I wouldn't run out and buy a red neon right. to try to recapture my youth, as they say. No, thank you. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. But I do have a lot of fond memories of the red neon. Absolutely. Well, I think that's it for this time. Yep. Lots of fun. Yep. Memory lane is always a fun lane to go down. Yeah, every once in a while. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. All right. Have a good day. Bye.